0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Healthy Perspectives podcast. Thanks for joining us for today's journey, and I hope you enjoy. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us. Today, I've got a pretty interesting topic. Look, the last 24 hours has been very interesting. Uh, I... I got to tell you, I posted on this Donald Trump situation uh, at the last moment, Uh, but today I'm recording, should come out tomorrow, uh, typically one to two days ahead. And uh, you know, this was already part of my plan. I had already written up uh, a bunch of this, uh, but the timing couldn't be any better. Just couldn't, couldn't make it any better if I tried. Today we're going to cover drama. For those of you who like drama, you're probably not going to like this podcast. But for those of you who get caught up in drama from time to time, this is the podcast for you. We're not talking about theater. We're not talking about, you know, acting or anything like that. We're talking about drama in the therapeutic sense. We have seen so much drama over the last probably six months or so. I'm, I'm looking back and I, I just created a list. And this is a list coming from the top of my head. And I started going and I just couldn't stop. So I'm going to just outline some of this for you. We've got this January 6th committee stuff. We've got BLM night, antifa riots. We've got those were all happening in the last year. I don't, I don't know if it's the last six months. FBI search of Trump's home, which just happened. You've got Disney saying we're taking on this agenda, and then they're backing off, and they're they're caught up in the the moments as well. And then you've got the great reset stuff, and then the pronoun use, and the Proud Boys, and the Trump Biden Newsom DeSantis you've got ads in Florida from Newsom, like he's not even in Florida. And then, you know, you get this uh, suspension of a state attorney in Florida. Like These are things that we just don't typically see. Uh, uh, Abortion stuff with Dobbs v. Jackson. We've got 10-year-olds being raped by illegal immigrants and the media twisting it up. And then we've got mass shootings and gun rights, and we've got Johnny Depp going to court. And We've got gender identity and Elon Musk trying to buy Twitter and Kyle Rittenhouse and that whole court case being done like live. We have drama. Lots and lots of drama. This was my from the top of my flipping head drama that's happening right now in our culture. And I'm asking lots of questions today because I'm looking at this and going. Holy smokes, drama is going to sometimes happen. But what in the world is going on where we create so much drama? Like something's going on here. So I'm going to start with what is drama? If we look at a dictionary definition of drama, it says an exciting, emotional, or unexpected series of events or set of circumstances. And I think it's really interesting in that very definition, how it says, or unexpected series of events. Most of these dramas that are being played out are not unexpected. Maybe the initial moment was unexpected, but we are perpetuating this drama cycle, this idea of creating an emotional response. I'm going to get into that more in a little bit too. So what we know is some drama is going to naturally happen because unexpected things will occur. And what we also know is that most drama is created for a purpose. Now, I'm not suggesting that the drama you're involved with was not a natural occurring drama. Like I don't know what drama you're involved with, but most drama is not naturally occurring. Maybe there's a naturally occurring aspect to it, but then the perpetuation of it is purposeful. So my therapeutic view on this is really pretty simple. I'm going to want you to stick with me. And if you have to hit the back button to listen to this part again, please do that. I'm really trying to help uh, people understand when when I look at a a person who is wrapped up in drama, there are some things that I inherently do now because I I don't necessarily break it down and think about it like this, but I do it routinely as part of my therapeutic process. So now I don't typically think about it. I just do this. I ask this question, who is not surprised by the drama? Why aren't they surprised by the drama? Those are two very important questions, and they're going to they're be, you're going to see how this ties together in a minute. Then I ask, who is surprised by the drama, and what is their reaction or behavior according to their surprise? In other words, what is it that shows up because they were caught off guard or surprised, Why all of this happens, these questions, is because I am looking for a desired outcome. As a therapist, what I'm trying to do is discern, is this a form of manipulation? Or is this a naturally occurring drama, emotional response, excitement? The other question I'm looking at is, did they get the desired outcome if they were manipulative? So when we go back and we look at it, why aren't they surprised leads to potential manipulation. Now, I'm not saying in every situation I come to the conclusion that there was any manipulation. What I do is ask the question. Is this possibly manipulation? Because what we know is most drama is perpetuated for a purpose. And if we can discover what that purpose is, and oftentimes the purpose is a behavioral or emotional reaction, which is why I asked the question, what is their reaction or behavior? Because if a person is able to create a specific outcome, then it encourages them to be manipulative. If they are unable to create a specific reaction or outcome, then the person is more likely to stop that manipulation because it's not working. So if these elements are present, it's... As I was, if they're not present, it is a natural drama. And if they are, it's a created, purposeful, intentional drama. It's done to manipulate in some form or another. So I got to stay true to who I am. I'm going back through this uh, list. And I'm going to just do a few of them just to show the process. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick one. Let's see. I, I really, truly did not mark the ones I'm going to pick. Uh, let's pick, uh, well, uh, let's start with the FBI search of Trump home because it's so fresh and recent. Who isn't surprised? That's a tough question. But I think if you look around, you can see who isn't surprised. Obviously, if you look at what my other podcasts have been, I did a super brief one on frenzy. Um, But at the end of the day, I am super curious who is not surprised. More so than who is surprised. And truthfully, I'm looking at people all over the board who are surprised, Um, There are definitely some people who are not surprised. And that catches my attention. Because why are they not surprised? Look, this is an important question you got to ask yourself. Who is not surprised and why aren't they surprised? The other thing we want to do is look at Who is surprised and what is their reaction? I'm seeing, uh, for instance, I went on and I did a post right away that within an hour of finding out, I had posted my super short seven, nine minute clip on it. And I did it in part because when I am surprised, I ask the questions that I asked in that podcast. Like, why are we not slowing down? Like, time out, slow down, be methodical, don't be reactionary. Why am I doing that? Why am I slowing down and not being reactionary? Why am I encouraging others to slow down and not be reactionary? Because in the event that this is manipulation, I'm not suggesting it is or isn't at the moment. But in the event it is manipulation... Getting reactionary is exactly what the manipulation is probably designed to create. So why feed it? Look, if you're going to feed the wolf... Those of you who haven't heard the story, the uh, uh, the the uh, white wolf and the the black wolf, the idea is the one that that dominates is the one that we feed, right? If you haven't heard that story, I've probably got it in another podcast at some point, but it's the idea is like, we got to make sure we're feeding what we want to feed. Do we want to feed this type of manipulation if it's manipulation? The answer for me is No. I wouldn't want to give it time energy and resources that are unnecessary Because it's going to encourage that type of behavior again So I go the other way I back off and I go let's take a look at it And that's part of the reason why I waited on this podcast recording. I was going to record this yesterday but I decided I'm gonna sleep on this because with all these things going on right now, there's a rawness to this exact topic. And so I didn't wanna do this from that place. I wanted to do this from a strategic therapeutic position. So if they don't get their desired outcome, if it's manipulation and they don't get their desired outcome, they may change their tactic or approach. Now, I'm not saying they'll change it for something better. They could change it for something worse, but they're going to change it. If they do get their desired outcome, they're going to repeat. And just hit that button, repeat, 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 repeat. Because they're getting the desired outcome. They're stirring. So for me, makes sense. Settle down. On a separate note, if it's not about drama, if it's not about the surprise of it, If it's a naturally occurring drama, giving it a little bit of time helps that manifest itself correctly. Because a natural occurring drama comes with a few different types of things. Like one, it's going to come with a lot more surprise. People say, what? What just happened? Not, oh my gosh, (laughs) finally. That's not surprise. And so letting it play out and seeing where people fall on that spectrum of surprise gives me or you, if you use this technique, an advantage because you're seeing something they don't want you to see. A manipulative person does not want you to see their manipulation coming. So it prepares us not just for this situation to handle it well, but for another situation to handle it well. Again, I'm not assuming that there was manipulation in this. I'm using this as a teaching tool. So let's go on to another one. The uh, Dobbs v. Jackson. Dobbs v. Jackson created a pretty significant amount of what looked like surprise. My question there is, who is surprised? Now, I, now that I'm thinking about it by accident, I've picked one where one side of our political arena is surprised and one where the other side is surprised. So the questions are the same. Who is surprised? Who is not surprised? And what is the reaction? Right? The people who are surprised are going to respond with an emotional reactivity, unless they're really strategic, and I'm asking you to think about being strategic, slowing down instead of taking your team's side and plowing forward at 100 miles per hour, slow down, ask, are they been being manipulative or is this a natural drama? Those two are very different. In the ab- abortion Uh, stuff with Dobbs v. Jackson, um, definitely we saw surprise and we saw reactivity. Take a look at those two examples I just gave you and you're going to paint a picture. You're going to paint a picture of was it manipulative or was it a natural drama? What sometimes starts off as a natural drama becomes manipulative because it's perpetuated. It's kept alive long after it should be. In other words, uh, you know, we—I'll give you a perfect example of this: the Dobbs v. Jackson case. Uh, was perpetuated. the The drama of it was perpetuated with the ten year old rape victim, and I say that because there was information about that ten year old that was raped by an illegal immigrant. I'm just stating the facts as I know them. All right. So if I get new facts that teach me something different, I'm you know I'll adjust. But the reason I'm saying that is because. Dobbs v. Jackson was brought up again in that situation. So instead of focusing our attention on a rape victim that's 10 years old and trying to figure out how did we fail a 10-year-old who got raped, the cover-up became that they were an illegal immigrant. There's no need for that that is perpetuating drama the facts of the situation are the facts of the situation there's no need to cover anything up that's creating drama when we keep secrets tell lies or we're deceptive we are stirring drama we are not killing drama which is a great segue how do we kill drama If drama is going to naturally occur, we need to acknowledge the emotion, the excitement, the unexpected series of events or circumstances. We need to acknowledge those, but we don't need to get stuck in them. And it doesn't mean we forget that they exist. We don't want to forget the history, but we do want to make sure we kill drama Because purposeful, intentional drama is not relationally healthy. It tears relationships apart. So, how do we kill drama? Number one, acknowledge your emotion in a situation. And when you find yourself being excited about someone else's pain or suffering, you're stuck in drama. There's no enthusiasm about someone suffering that is reasonable. Look, I I know that there are bad, evil, terrible, no good people in this world. I'm not naive. But to find joy in their suffering when they're actually suffering, it's not good relational practice. We may find joy in it down the road when they have recovered, because the pain can grow things, right? Some things grow in pain, but to find the joy in their actual current suffering is drama. No, we make sure they're okay first. We grow from there. That I know is easier said than done. Emotional regulation is a tough game. We have a head, heart, and soul. We are a connected being. And emotions are going to bubble up. Those of you who have listened to me long enough have heard a little bit of this spiel. I'm not going to go into it a ton. But for the purpose of today, I do want to highlight that emotional regulation at the time of emotional reaction is very important. We have to slow down and acknowledge our emotional state. If I'm excited that Trump is suffering because his house got raided, I need to slow down and say, whoa, time out. Somebody in this world is having a hard day of sorts. And I should not increase the hardness of that day. Now, it means I can go neutral. I can back off. I can provide comfort. But I definitely don't want to perpetuate the drama. I'll give you another example. The 10-year-old that was raped. That girl, that girl suffered. There is no joy in that suffering. Now, down the road... Maybe something can come, some fruit can come from that pain because that does happen. But in the moment, our thoughts, our prayers, our wishes should be for that little girl that she be doing okay today. That's what it should be. And When we find ourselves excited about the opportunity to put this 10-year-old on the front page of a paper because it makes our point, yeah, that's drama. That is pure drama and manipulative drama. We should be thinking about that. Slow down, slow down, slow down. That doesn't mean we don't process this stuff. We don't think about this stuff. We don't have emotions. It means when we have them, we become more methodical and intentional in our presentations so that we don't contribute to drama. The next step, go to the source. Going to the source does not mean we go to media. So if we slow down and we are more methodical as the recipients of that media, and we don't click immediately, What we could end up with, potentially down the road if we do this right, what we could end up with is a media who verifies sources first instead of going for being the first one out with the information which we know time and time again, just because they get there first doesn't mean they have factual information. Matter of fact, many times they're missing pieces of information and they're filling in gaps in their presentation so that they can sound like they know what they're talking about. And so often the first one out there gets it incorrect. It's the ones that follow a week, two weeks, three weeks later that have the best information. They've been able to ask the sources and the sources not being the media, same as a, you know, with you know, Dobbs v. Jackson. Let's get it right before we make drama. Getting it right means it goes back to the States. Tell people that. Tell people the facts. Don't withhold those and stir drama. If you're one of those out there that is being manipulated, please, please, I beg of you, get into a therapist and learn to slow down your emotional reactivity. It will help you, but it will help our culture and our world. It will make us, all of us, better. One more point on going to the source I want to highlight. When I say go to the source the media has access like we've never had before. I, for one, got to witness nearly the entire court case with Kyle Rittenhouse. And I say that because I want to point you to the reality that we have access to factual information at a rate we have never seen before. If we're willing to put our time, energy, and resources into it. But understand there will be people who take factual information and they pick through it to create the narrative they want, drama. That happens a lot, like a lot, a lot. Right? We we look at a book and you take one quote out of a book, any book. And you can make that author sound like an arrogant jerk or the sweetest person you've ever known. So when we look at things, we have to look at them contextually, because if we don't, then our news sources, our media sources have no incentive to do that either. So my appeal is not to media. It's to you, the listener. You have to reduce drama. that's one way we kill it. Get contextual information. Gather the facts, not opinions. Our world is so full of opinions. Like I'm giving you thoughts right now from a therapeutic lens. This is an opinion. It's, you know, it's got some research behind it and it's got degree behind it. and It's got like all of these things. But at the end of the day, none of that. Is going to matter if you are lazy in your approach. You have to gather facts. Because what if I get it wrong? I recently did a podcast on just that, where therapists get things wrong. Which we did in the DSM-3. If you listened to me a few days ago, you probably heard that one. Therapists have gotten a lot of things wrong. I am imperfect and I can get things wrong. An anatomy of an apology. That whole podcast was because I screwed up. Gather the facts, not the opinions. Look, you can look at opinions too, but you don't you don't it's not wise to go to one person because you like them and say their opinion is my opinion. That's called enmeshment. That is unhealthy and that stirs drama. So if you're enmeshed, you have one source you go to or two sources that you go to, and you don't go to anybody else because they give you the information that you want and they give you their opinion, please go see a therapist. Ask more questions. At the end of the day, Asking more questions creates better context. Better context creates more factual data. More factual data creates better discernment. We're looking for the truth. Not what we want to be true, but what is actually true. Here's my final piece of feedback that I'm hoping if you're trying to kill drama, you'll take this Because this is a big one. Don't spread information until you've done your homework. Again, this is what media gets wrong more often than not because they want to be first. Why? Because first gets the most clicks. So the goal for them might be to be first, but the goal for you and me should be Do our homework, get it right. It's not about speed for you and me. Not in everything. Now, obviously, if we're under attack or something, yes, by all means, be fast, right? Because if you're not fast, you're going to be dead. And you don't want to be dead. So be fast. But generally speaking, when we see these things, when we see January 6th slow down, when we see the January 6th committee, ask yourself the questions Is this manipulative? When you see riots, if you're not part of it, ask yourself the question, is this being perpetuated for drama? Obviously, if you're in the riot for some reason, right? You live on the street where the riot is happening. I mean, at that point, that's natural drama for you. Now, it's not for some other people, but for you, it might be. When you hear things about the Great Reset, When you hear things about Proud Boys, Trump, Biden, Newsom, DeSantis, ask yourself these questions. I'm going to read them one more time, and then I'm going to get out of your your hair. I'm going to let you go about your business. Who is not surprised by the drama? Why aren't they surprised? Who is surprised? And what is their reaction? Remembering that we're looking for the possibility of manipulation versus natural drama natural drama is not manipulation but manipulation often comes out of natural drama and then did they get their outcome is that the desired outcome that they had in mind thank you for listening please share this with friends share it with as many people as you can because drama is something that is not going away and we don't want to be that country that is like a high school hallway. We really don't. I'm no diss to the high schoolers. Like at that developmental stage, there's some of that that makes sense, right? We're still learning the social environment and stuff, but we're, look, as a country, nah, we don't want that. We really don't. We really want to slow down, be more methodical, gather more information, put things into context. That's what we really want. That's the America that I know. Because... When I see people come into my office, they're not, oh, please, could you give me more drama? They're like, how do I get this to stop? Now I've told you, take this information, share it with people, have discussion about it. Tell me where I get it right, where I get it wrong, because I'm fallible and I can grow too as a therapist. And thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. Have a great day.